Peace, love, and blessings, the podcast that's here to educate, motivate, and inspire you to do your best in every aspect of life. I'm your host, David Ross. And I'm Dr. Nicole Ross. Now let's jump into the show. Peace, love, and blessings podcast is sponsored by New Perspective Community Outreach. Serving those in need. New Perspective Community Outreach's vision is to create a level playing field for veterans, women, and minorities by providing accessible and innovative educational opportunities that empower them to become leaders in their communities and to achieve their professional goals. New Perspective Community Outreach is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Visit newpco.org to learn more today. Good day, good people. We back, we back, we back. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sir? Outstanding. Are you really? I really am. I'm sitting here with a beautiful woman, the love of my life. Oh, and, after uh, last episode, you yeah. trying to be all nice and sweet. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. I receive it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. You know, that's all good. I'm excited anyway, though, because I'm excited about our topic today is one of our most favorite and I know that's not correct grammar but it, it really is <laughs> you be saying that right one of our most favorite Yo. things to do one of our pastimes now nah, this is the big key um today we really want to jump into this travel situation because traveling is truly one of our passions and we really love love getting away and seeing new things and meeting new people so yeah you say travel situation yeah. Like, is it a situation? Yeah, it's a situation. I love going More places like an with experience. You, yeah. Traveling experience. How okay. about that? I feel it. Okay. I'm with you with that. Um, uh, just especially with coming up, spring breaks coming. And I really want to talk about, you know, some of our travels and I really want to kind of explore some budget travel pieces too, because everybody don't have, you know, the funds, especially with everything that's going on. To move around like that. So let's get into it. Yeah. So let me, let me, I always, I want to start though with you because I hear you say a lot of times, you know, like when you were younger, how like you had the dreams and the aspirations to do just that, to travel the world and see different things. I didn't have that. So you can maybe start with where that came from for you. I think that uh, growing up, we didn't have much. So I would always look at like National Geographics and I would always watch TV of different places and, and see different things. And I would always say, I want, when I grow up, I want to be able to go to these places. I don't want to stay in this, this, this town, this city that I was growing up in. And it just, every time I saw somewhere that was just totally different from where I was, I really had a yearning to go and see it and visit it for myself instead of hearing what people were saying on TV or reading it in a book. I just had this longing and this yearning to really get away and see different things and meet different people. I mean, but I think that for you, you you're still that way to this day. So it has nothing to do with what, what you had as a kid. It's just that's how you like if you see something on TV now. And you'd be like, oh, we should go there. Or if we've oh, been definitely. there, you're like, oh, we've been there. I'm like, just because we've seen definitely. on TV don't mean I got to go do it. Like, you still are very <laughs> much like that to this day. And, and and for me, even just living abroad, I really like the situation of, like, living abroad for six months and 
coming back to the states oh, and we living was there in the for states. longer than six months, sir. <laughs> no, I'm talking clear. about now. Oh no, that ain't happening now. <laughs> you already know. Ooh, I know, I know, but I I really do think that um, the digital nomad piece is is a really cool situation. That I don't know what the digital nomad. The digital nomad is when somebody lives. In a different country, but they work digitally. They work from home or whatever, and they figured out a way to live in a different country, make U.S. dollars, but still work, you know, in that situation. So those are the digital nomads, and a lot of people are picking up going to Ghana. A lot of people are picking up going to um, Costa Rica. A lot of people going to Mexico as well. So. You know... I, and I'm just going to say this and we're going to keep the conversation going. But even with that, you have to look at the dynamic of those people that are doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about, do you have kids? You know, what is the family structure? Are you single? Are you married? Like, it's a lot. And, and maybe it's just me kind of being set in my ways. But when it comes to that, you know, you have to be careful because I'm not just going to uproot my kids every six months because I want to go live in another country. That's no, no, crazy no. no. And, and, and especially, wow. Okay, cool. It's going this way. No, with, with, especially with the digital nomad, they like say Mexico, the same way that people get green cards over here, you get a green card and you stay over there and work and you just work with your green card is the way that I was looking at it and um, been really reading about it. So it's no difference as somebody coming over here, getting a green card and just working. But what does it have to do with kids? You don't want to keep moving kids around. Like you need structure. I think that even even with that for a family, if you're by yourself, no, I don't, no, you no. don't need. It's, it's no it's no explanation needed. If you're by yourself, like go for it. But I'm here's, just thinking about cool structure, about having that solid structure. But even though, like, even it's the cool part about it is, like, even if you're homeschooling, then you could get a VPN. Then you could travel around the world. The cool you could be wherever about you want to. to you. It, Right. It, That's it, just not for everybody. <laughs> You're talking about everything now being done for the kids it online is. and all this. Like, no, that's just too much. Like, that's, I've always been perfectly <laughs> fine with going to visit somewhere and, and then leaving. coming home. I don't have to go there and stay there for any extended yeah. period of time. If I like it, guess what? When I leave, <laughs> I'll go back another time. And I see. just don't see the point in having to go and take root anywhere. Like, I feel like that is, and I guess that's going to my initial question, though, with, you know, with you, it was like, hey, what started? So for me, yeah, I didn't come up even thinking about travel because my family was so big. My family, you know, we did so many things together. I have many cousins. My mother had, you know, I have many aunts, uncles. We have a big family. My mother has many siblings. And so for me, it was really just as long as I got my family, I'm good. Right. We can have fun. We can go to St. Pete Beach. We can go to Clearwater Beach and we can have a good time. That's all that I needed. I didn't see the need to, oh my gosh, I know that there's so much more out there. I mean, that wasn't my (laughs) need. That was totally me. That was totally me. I was like, like, it's it's a great big world out there. I want to see. (laughs) I had, you know, we did our family, our family vacations. 95% of them was in St. in in, in Florida. I should say not in St. Pete, but in Florida, you know, it was somewhere we could drive to. And so, it really wasn't until I became a flight attendant that I even began to think about, you know, of course you have your classes in school, but it wasn't even until then that I began to think about different places across the country and across the world that I could possibly go see. And even then it was like, okay, well I'm working. So, okay, I'll go. Like it wasn't a, Oh, I want to go. 
Right, right. It was it was out of you working and yeah. It was like, oh, okay, cool. We but, going here today? Okay, cool. Like it wasn't a big deal, you know, for me to go do it. But never, even in me doing that, never did I say, oh, I like this place a lot. I want to live here now. I never said that. Oh wow, and, and see, and I I know that because I know you. But even just growing up, it was always I've always wanted to be abroad. I've always wanted to to explore. Um, and that's just, just was in, in, in my DNA. I don't know where it came from, but that was just one of the things I really do remember as a kid going down and sitting under this bridge and literally like dreaming that I was in Paris or, um, I was somewhere in the South of France or something like that. And, and that was just one of the things for me. Oh, just, just even as a kid, I've, I've always loved and always yearn to go to to different cultures and different countries and learn about different people, you know. And I think that that's where I I think our love for for travel and our passion for travel kind of grew out of that for for our family. I do believe my love. That's you. You guys be for you. No, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. Even, my even love though, for travel came from my love for travel. Honestly, it came from not even being a flight attendant. While that was a really cool experience and being literally being able to get on the plane anytime I wanted to and say, okay, I want to go here and going there. It really came more from when we were overseas. Mm -hmm. And because I literally, I despised it. I hated living overseas. (laughs) That was my... Like that was my piece. That was the thing that brought that me was joy. The piece, right. And was that's me why being I said able that. to go and see other places. So once I began after that first trip, then after that second trip, then it was like I would literally go on a trip and then come back and was like, all right, where we going next? Right. Because right. that was the way that kept me sane. That was what kept me happy and full of joy. And I knew that, okay, now I'm actually beginning to see like there is a lot more out here. There is so many things that you can see. And again, Paris, I saw the Eiffel Tower. Paris is dirty to me, but the Eiffel Tower is astonishing. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, you go, you do all the sights there. I don't have to go back to Paris. Like, like, even I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Just simple, simple little things like I traveled to Paris knowing that the little carousel is over there that sells um, that we went to eat that has crepes. And once you're having a conversation with people that's been to Paris and seen the Eiffel Tower, it was like, yo, you start talking and then you find those co- small but what little else do you say? commonalities. I didn't like um, it. You liked it. It was dirty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was dirty, but the Eiffel Tower was beautiful. Now, I will you know say this. Notre, like, <laughs> going to Notre Dame and different things like that, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, I, I'll say this is something that a lot of people dream of, but not so not many people do get to experience. And, yeah. I, and that's and that's it, you know, and it's good. I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't want to knock anyone's dream or anything like that. But everything isn't always what it's, you know, um, what you see on TV. Right. Isn't right. Not no, always no, what it is. Let's just say that. And see, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of traveling. Right. That's the real beauty of traveling because you get to go see it for yourself and you have your own experience. So what they're pushing on TV is like, nah, maybe not so much. This was really cool about it, but that was just like, ah, that was fluff. That's some camera stuff. And that was that wasn't wasn't what it was like, to be honest with you, just the little carousel and going over across the street where the crepes were. Don't, after we seen the Eiffel Tower, that little section was more interesting to me because the people were kind they were nicer over there, one. Um, and it was just a, a different different experience, a different feel uh, f- for me. And that's yeah. what 
that's that's what I really what I really like about about the travel piece. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's important to go into places that aren't so tourist heavy. Yes. Because if you are comfortable with traveling and going into the cities and going into the little towns versus being in tourist areas, then you get harassed. Literally, like people always coming up to you and trying to get you to buy something. But if you can find a part of the little city or town where no one's going to come and bother you, then you really get to appreciate and, and, you know, and, and digest the culture and really see what it's all about. But doing that, though, you have to have somebody with you that is familiar with that because you don't want to be in a whole nother country and get lost and not know what's going on. I mean, you have to do your research and you have to be abreast yeah. to what's going on in, in any area that you go into. And that, that's even here. I think that we've we've grown accustomed to whenever we go places, even like when we went to Rome, the first time we stayed in an Airbnb in Rome. You keep saying that, and that's not what it was. What was it though? It it was a little house that we rented. It was no, it was it was a part like the hotel An they apartment? had, but the hotel had you know it was just ah, it was the hotel, but the hotel had like an Airbnb apartment like a, type. Yeah, they that hold, was in the in the in the in the local like the area. Building, yeah, their building. That's what their building consisted of. Yeah, that was dope. Instead though. of just regular rooms, but. Yeah. Even even with that, you know, we've man when when we go to other countries, I really want to go to where the locals are. I really want to go and go to the local restaurants, and instead of putting money into the economy, the tourist economy, I want to put money into the locals' pockets. So, like a lot of times, that tourist money, there's people that have money. But once you go into the towns and in and, and the different places like that, you really get to see how people are living and you really have a, a, a great appreciation um for some of the some of the joys that we share here. Oh, I'll yeah. say that. No, it's definitely now you definitely and that's traveling internationally, you get to see the differences in Western culture, you know, and just some of the things we take for granted that is like a a true luxury over there. You definitely get to understand that now. There's no question about that. So with, with with that being said, I have a I have a question. What's your favorite place that we've ever traveled to? You know my favorite place, but I'll let mm. the people know. My favorite place London. is London, England. I love it there for so many reasons. Mm. Um I love the fact that one, I can understand what they're saying. That's huge. But two, the food there is good to me. The shopping is good. They have different plays and just the culture, the experiences are great. I love, I've, I've, I've been, we've been there a couple of times. Right. Me and the girls, I know then when we brought you when you came back when we right. were there, but it's just, it was, to me, it was definitely my favorite place. I loved, I loved the whole time that I was there. I, I could not, I could have stayed there. We went there for maybe what, three or four days. I could have stayed there for a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a great trip. And I think that for me, that trip going to Abbey Road and getting a picture with the family walking across the street was uh was pretty cool. And I I keep saying that little things like that is 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 amazing. And see for me though, I didn't know I don't know anything about Abbey Road. I didn't until you said something to me. So that right. wasn't even huge for me. Right. It wasn't it, was it just wasn't a being, big deal. Yeah, it was just the culture and just being there. The people there were nice. You know, like I say, the food was good. I was able to go shopping and get a few things. So that's the part that I enjoyed. I didn't even think about the history behind it. Yeah, yeah, like that and that was that was like huge, like the music schools and different things like that. Um Riding a tube <laughs> yeah. and seeing and seeing the real, you know, 
phone booth, the real red phone booth yeah. and the taxis and different things like that that you always hear about, but to to literally see them and be in those atmospheres is amazing. Well, it's very similar to American culture too, though. It really is. It really is. And you know what, though? I'll say this. It, it reminds you of New, remind me of New York, but it's not as dirty as New York. Yeah. That's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. I really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was that was the thing. So with many London. things to do with the, like the, the plays, and you can be out and just a lot of yeah, it's a lot. It's you a can lot literally be out, and then you know a play literally be on the steps of some school, and they out there performing. Yeah, and it was it was it was a really really great experience. What was the worst place you ever been? Oh, oh man, I don't know. I have to think. I have to think about that one. I think I know. Where? Korea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, funny, you know what's funny is that I totally forgot about it. So that, that's, that's definitely, 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 Ooh. yeah, I did not like it at all. My body didn't like it. My, my allergies was acting up like crazy. I mean, the whole atmosphere there is just <laughs> horrid. I didn't. I didn't like South Korea. Oh man, I, yeah. It, it's just it's just a different culture. If anybody that has never been there, and you know what, I wasn't. I was open minded. I think what was like the straw that broke the camel's back for me is just the the um, lack of. Personal space. Personal space, yeah. That's what I was that about to was say. just like way too much for me. You know, I yeah. already keep to myself, but then when you got people that like they just get up on you, like it's ooh, I don't like that. That was yeah. too much. I didn't I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I was back then I was certainly offended. Like now, I mean I would understand it culturally, but then I was, I was like, why do these people keep walking up on me like this? Like <laughs> we in line, stay back there. Yeah. You know, let's give me, give me, give me some space. But um, but yeah, no, I didn't really care for that. The food to me, I don't remember being good. Like I don't remember, I don't remember any. You're right, I don't remember anything good about <laughs> being in Korea. Like the food was trash to me. I didn't. The driving was crazy. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I saw my life bali, bali. before <laughs> my eye. My my life just flashed before my eyes a few times when we was in like the taxi cabs oh, and all that man. kind of stuff. They just drive super crazy they over there. Flying around the corner in the so, mountains on the wrong side yeah, of the road and no. jump out. <laughs> Oh man, that was wow. That yeah. was a bad experience. Uh, it it was I don't think no experience is bad experience. That was it a was, bad experience. It was, it was not the best I experience. I bet you I won't go back. How about that? <laughs> and you know what? I would probably go back. I'm sure you would. You live there. I'm sure you uh, would go back. I, no, I not not like that. I would just probably go back just just cause. Like I feel that just cause what? To do what? Uh, there was no what was there recreationally to do like what would you go back to see that you ain't already seen that you want to come back to really uh nothing <laughs> absolutely nothing not the shopping you know it's shopping everywhere but i don't no. shop like that now no so. no uh, no now 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 my experience was a little different i'm sure so like because you lived there Bagogi and Yaki Mandu, I I like all of that, no. and it was authentic. Is you know, Mm-mm. it was good. Like those two, 
I could deal with. I think that some of the some of the temples, you know, you go to, they're they're kind of interesting, you know. Um, Don't get me started on that. If it ain't God, <laughs> if it ain't Jesus, right? I'm good. Right. I don't need to be in nobody's temple. So, but then again, just understanding the culture and seeing how different people live, and understanding that you know it's it's different. People do things different, and there's different ways you know to skin a cat. So I was I I wasn't big on Korea, but I could pre, I could really appreciate Korea. What was your Least favorite destination. My least face. Do you least, have one? Out of all the places that I've been. Oh man. <laughs> and it's funny. I gotta say Afghanistan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And yeah, Afghanistan was definitely the least favorite. Um, but you know, oddly enough, I really do think like even my even Iraq, Iraq was an amazing place. It really was just biblically and understanding where I was, right, and understanding what it meant was absolutely amazing. Like being able to walk through Babylon, which is to create, was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, being literally in Mosul, where the gates of Nineveh is. It's amazing. Like, while going through, like, these palaces and you seeing the Star of David and all of these different things that you get to see that you would never think would be in a place like that was absolutely, it was it was amazing. Yeah. It really was. The circumstances was horrible. Right. The but it was, you were there. yeah, like, literally, remembering going over the Tigris River almost every day. Mm-hmm. Something like that is huge. Well, what about what was your favorite place then? Oh man, you know my you know my favorite. Well, uh, yeah, you know my favorite. Do I? You do. Oh yeah. Oh man. So wrong. I didn't know that because I'm like I don't know what you're finna say. We done been somewhere everywhere, and you really rarely have anything negative to say yeah. about when we go somewhere. So that's why I was like, well, what is your favorite? No, but no, Rome, yeah, I do know that you're absolutely right. Yeah, Rome was amazing. Rome was literally amazing. And the yeah. reason why I love Rome so much, because I could literally walk through the Bible. I could literally walk through the Bible and be like, man, this was We did. Well, yeah, for real. Like, we we literally walked you know, and read all through it, man. And that was so amazing for me. Yeah. That was really amazing for me. And, and, and like, people having these crazy conversations, um, even their water system. The water system was amazing. Like, you could drink water from the side of the road and be fine. That is crazy. Like, where else could you do that? Yeah. You know, and... Rome and, is, is definitely very historical. There was a lot of his history there, a lot of just... Yes. You know, and I, I like the fact that they have allowed it to... to to stay there like they yeah, haven't to tried to you know tear anything down and build yeah. up anything new like they have the history there that you can actually see and it's still there even the coliseum and you know um what is the trevi fountain yes and just you know, it's, it's a lot of steps. you know yeah. what i think was one of the coolest things i've ever seen that big cross in the coliseum like that, he, it was this huge cross in the Coliseum. And when you look through the cross, literally you see down, down where the gladiators were. Right. And it was like such, 
it was so ironic. You know what I'm saying? It's such a such well, a not contrast. ironic. It's just the fact that they did things like that. Like it was, you know, it was intentional. They did things like that. And and when you talk about the Bible and Christianity and the cross and the, the, those are the things of those sorts. That's where a lot of that stuff goes back in those times. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, th- I think, you know, to be very honest with you, Rome really, um, I got a real strong love for Rome. Rome so what is, about, is, is let's, so we're talking international. What about here in the States? My favorite place that we've been here? Oh, let's see. I think that, honestly, I think Denver was dope. I really think Denver was was really amazing. And that's been when we first got married. That was the people was sweet. The food was good. It was it was cold, but I could deal with it. You know, it wasn't that cold. It was just it was cold for us because we went the time frame in which we went. I think it was like June or July. And at yeah. nighttime, it was getting cold. We're like, wait a minute, it's the summertime. How is it getting cool here? Yeah. You know, it's beautiful yeah. during the day. And then at night, it would actually cool off. And so we just wasn't used to that. It wasn't cold, cold, though. But yeah, Denver, Denver man, Denver was really nice. It, it, yeah. it left it left a sweet spot in my heart, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I still remember it was this, it was this, was it this old man that held the door open. We was coming in. The old man stopped. And he turned back around and held the door open to somewhere we was going into. I think it was a restaurant or something. And it was just the fact that it was cognizant. It was just it. It was just a reaction of him, of him, and just how sweet those people, the people were. The people there are very nice. Yeah, I, I think I think that, that was dope. And and Detroit, oddly enough, Detroit. It's a tie between Denver and Detroit. The it's D's. a tie between Denver and Detroit. Yeah, it's a tie between the D's. I don't know what it is. Detroit like. was cool, but it's <laughs> definitely not a favorite. Like, how did it become a favorite? The people. Yeah. The people were nice. Yeah. The pe- and you know what I'm saying? That's big for me. Like, the people were absolutely amazing. Like, to be totally honest with you, we wasn't even supposed to be in Motown. <laughs> I mean, but that man was hustling, though. It ain't like he was like, y'all, yeah. come on. But nah, we had nah, that. Nah. Like, he was hustling. He was he, just trying to make him some yeah, money. Yeah, he made his coins, but still, yeah. then he had to do it. He didn't, but... You know what I'm saying? But everybody else... He did, else. but he did. Like, you could tell that was something that they did frequently. Because hey. too many people knew what was going on concerning that situation. <laughs> so, that ain't gonna make me say, oh, I want to go back to Detroit. That made me feel like, okay, I know y'all, y'all... I can't trust y'all here because y'all trying to run a But now, on, on that level, but still, a lot of people don't understand the history of Detroit. And how many museums there are there, and it's just so much. It's 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 just a rich city, and I think that a lot of people overlook some of the um, some of the great things that goes on in Detroit. Yeah. So for you, where's where's your favorite here place in, in the, the states? states? Yeah. In the states, I I would have to say I definitely really um, enjoy Memphis. Mm. Memphis was nice. I liked when we went to. Chicago, Chicago ah. during the summertime because I can't do it during the winter time. I've been there plenty of times, and and every time I go in the winter, it's like this is crazy. That's like this don't true. make no sense for it to be this cold. But um, in the summertime, Chicago is really cool. I also like DC. I like DC a lot because I like the food in DC. The food there is amazing to me. Mm. You got so many good food choices. Um, so I have a few. Like I don't have any one place that's like, oh, let's go here. That's my favorite place to go. Not so much. If I honestly had to pick somewhere like that, I would say somewhere in Florida. Probably at one of the beaches or something, but um, Hallidale. Yeah, I like Hallidale South Florida beach. Yeah, Aventura, that spot. area. Yeah, but 
other than that, like in the States, it's not many places that I don't like in the United States. Now, there's a few places that I won't go, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not many places that I don't like. So, so Speaking I, of places that you won't go. No, we're not speaking on that. We're going to switch to... <laughs> Because we're supposed to be helping people understand, yeah. you know, the 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 significance and the importance. Because we've talked about where we like, and as you can hear, we've been so many different places. And a lot of that, I will just preface it and say, has come from, one, like I said, me being a flight attendant. So I've been quite a few places here stateside. And then, two, it's coming from my husband being in the military. So that makes a difference. I have a question. Why do you think traveling is important for families? Oh, traveling is very important for families because it it has to you have to find a space and a time to where you can reset. And for me, that's that space and that time. And I shouldn't even say just for me, really, for all of us, because yeah. when we can step away from the everyday you know, same old, same old, the scheduling and the and the rehearsals and the practices and all these different things we have going on. We can kind of step away from that and just say, wow, let's experience and enjoy where we are. That's is it means a lot. There's yeah. something that can be yeah. said to that. So it's a reset. You know, it's a lot of times when I'm able to step away like that, where I can hear clearly, hear God clearly, just have that time to really pray and thank God because this world, he created it. And so some of these places we go to, it's like, wow, God. Like when we went to Vegas and, you know, we were went to, to see the Hoover Dam. We was just like, wow, the, the just the, the intricate details of the, yeah. the mountains and the rocks and the way that God just formed all these beautiful things is amazing. So being able to have that time to just reset and really kind of refocus our mind, time and attention on something different. That's why it's important. Speaking of that, you, even even just the Hoover Dam, you really get a true perspective of how small we are. In this world. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of things, you really could put it into perspective. It's like, my goodness. Yeah. Um, wow. We're, we're not that big. Our egos might, and head might be big, but yeah, we're not that big. God, God got this. Um, but like you said, I really do think that traveling is important because you do get to relax. You do get to to let your hair down and, and unwind and disconnect. And that's my, my big thing. I love to disconnect. Uh, and then with that being said, you get to learn as well. You get to explore and get to see different things that you wouldn't ordinarily see. And I think that that's my biggest thing is, is learning. In, in different cities, I get to, we always try to find the African-American museum to go to just to see what's going on in that city. How was, um, what was black people contribution in that area. And I think that that gives our daughters, uh, that gives them a sense of, you know, belonging. That gives them a sense of inclusion and in seeing how much um, we've contributed to, to this, everywhere to this world. in this yeah. country. Well, and I mean, that's why, you know, when you hear stuff like what's going on about books and classes being banned, it's right. like, listen, it starts at home. You know, right. we don't have to, we don't listen. We teach our kids what we want them to know here first anyway. And it's always been that way from before they were in school, but no, it's, it's definitely a thing to, we've been very intentional about positioning them and putting them in spaces to where it's not just something they read about, but they actually get to see so that they're go. able to process it and understand it a tad bit differently because it's right there in front of them versus it just being in a book. Right. 
And I, I think that that's, that's the, that's the big key to traveling. You know, it's, it's, it's one thing to just travel and go and experience where, wherever you're going, but it's another thing to go and be like, Hey, look, this is something that you'll see later on in your science books or your history books or whatever. Let's go and do something educational on top of this to where that is just the cream of the crop of this whole experience. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're, you're exploring, you're learning, and also it's something that whenever our kids are sitting in these classrooms, they have real-life experience saying, oh, whoa, whoa, I've been there. Yeah. I've seen it. Even, even like, you know, the Liberty Bell going to Philly right. and going through the museums there. It's like, you know what? We're going to have fun. But we also will learn something while we're here. Or, you know, our girls, they love Hamilton. So it's like you love this play and you hear what they're talking about. Let's actually go see the the reality of what kind of took place in our history and where it took place. Right. So that's right. why that was definitely important for us to do. Be able to walk through mm-hmm. it. I love that. So next question. What is one of the biggest travel tips that you could give someone? I always say plan, plan, plan. If you can plan something out ahead of time, because we talk about finances and maybe not necessarily feeling like we can afford it, but if you can plan it out, you can make it happen. Budget it out. Mm. Look for deals. You know, I am a huge bargain shopper. So look for deals. Find ways, you know, to make it happen. Like we've done things where we'll get a a four-night Five days stay somewhere for free or really cheap. If we go watch a presentation, y'all, we don't mind doing that because we don't mind saying no. <laughs> right. So if you can do that and go somewhere and you get that, so now your place is covered. Now all you got to do is get there. Yeah. You know, and sometimes with some of those presentations, and they'll give you a voucher for some food or something else. So you you do that, and then you get to experience the stuff that comes along with it after you just go do a, a hour and thirty minute, two hour presentation. Yeah. We'll do that. You know. um, but plan it out. Find and do what works best for you and find a way to make it happen. It doesn't have to be going out of the country. It could be going to another city. It can be going to another state. Find your place. Like, find the place that you love. We have a place that we go to down south that's, what, three and a half hours from oh, our yeah. house that we love. And we found us a little, you know, the place that we stay at. We always go to the same place when we stay there, which we're going to be changed. But we always normally stay the same place. And we got our food that we eat and, you know, it, it's we got our restaurants that we've identified down there that we really like and things like that. And it's only three, three and a half hours from our home. Yeah. So it's not even yeah. that far, but it's like a good getaway for us. And so find you a place that you can just get away, reset, get your mind right and then get back to the house. But plan it out. Give yeah. yourself enough time. Yeah. If you give yourself enough time and then you can budget it out and you can make it happen. I was about to ask you what's your budget tip. So you just gave me you just gave me the budget tip, huh? <laughs> plan yeah, it. That's the budget tip. You gotta plan it because you know, once you set that budget, then even if you gotta put away, you know, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars a month, if you plan it out far enough ahead of time, you'll have enough when that time comes. I give my budget one. My budget one is explore your city. Uh explore where you are. Do picnics. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, you make a picnic, take it to the park. I'm not exploring my city, sir, but anyway, go ahead. No, because you know what, the funny funny thing about it is we say we're not going to explore our city, but it's a lot of stuff in our city that we haven't even started to scratch the surface I'll say this. I'll say within maybe 
an hour proximity within your city. How about that? Because that way then, because a lot of times within your city, then you're going to run into people that you like, you're not really able to reset doing mm, that. No, 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 no. I, I think you misunderstand. Go completely to different places. Like you wouldn't normally go. Most places have state parks. Most places have, um, places right outside of the city, right outside of where they are that, that caters to, you know, travel. Or even staycations. Staycations are big as well. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean is, is by explore your city. Or even for us, like a day trip. Find, find you know, the local getaway. A ride to a different beach or whatever. Especially, especially here in Florida. Most beaches within an hour or two hours away from you. So I would, I would say, yeah, I would still say explore your city, though. It's so much that people don't know about in their city simply because they hustle and bustle and they into a routine. Um, so, yeah. But you already know what we about to do. Final words. Final words. I'll what let you, you go first. I'll let you go first. I think my final words would be actually take time and plan. Take time, put it on the calendar, and stick to it. That's you don't right. have to have a lot of money to go and do it. Just start, and even if you don't have the money like that, start putting away, you know, 10, 15, stop, you know, the McDonald's runs or whatever. Right. And then, Absolutely. you know, plan it out. Put it on the calendar, stick to the plan, get away and see something different. Relax, relate, release, and come back into life um, a better you. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. I like that. We're going to stick with that. Just make sure you plan it out. But I would say just make it happen. A lot of times you'd be surprised if you if you can really set a set budget and and, you know, prioritize some things like you say, maybe not going to Starbucks, you know, five times a week, maybe go two times a week or put that money up, you know, make your own coffee, buy some coffee in the store and just make it from the house, you know, finding ways that you can kind of cut back and just save those funds that you save and put it up, you know, and put that towards the trip. You can make it happen because yeah, you need it. You know, we talk about self-care and, and things of that sort, but that's a part of self-care for me. Finding that time to get away and just relax and just get your mind and focus your time and attention on something different. It is a necessity. Absolutely. You Absolutely. have to set aside that time to do it. Please try travel for your mental health. It does wonders. I promise you. Yeah, it does. But as always, peace, love, and blessing to you and yours. Everybody connected to y'all. Y'all be safe out there. God bless.